Today on Let Me Tell You, we are taking a quick, just a review, we're going to preview the 2019-2020 to 2020 basketball preview for both the men's and women's team here in Pullman. So, I believe the women's team will make vast strides in comparison to last year where they won nine games. And they, because they have, first of all, two potential all-first team Pac-12 players in Bobby Buckets or Bobby Herzevia. She's a senior. She played very well every year she's played, along with Chandelier Molina. I'm sorry for these names. Uh, the Molinas have two other... Chandelier, Chanel, Chanel, I'm so sorry. Chanel Molina has two sisters on this team, and they've been playing together for their whole life, so they have great chemistry. I think that'll help benefit the team. Plus, his second year, it's his second year under the new coach, Catherine Elridge, Etheridge, Etheridge, which I think the main takeaway from the Cougs you need to know is that they will beat the Huskies once again. The women's team smoked them, smoked them at home, and I think that trend will continue. I see no reason for it not to. I'm sorry, I don't know a lot about women's basketball, but I think they'll take a step up. They'll end up probably 7th in the Pac-12 standings, which is a big improvement from 11th or 12th. So every year they will slowly improve. Now let's focus more on men's basketball because I followed that a little more intensely last year. So the key is there are multiple strong returning players for the Cougs. There's C.J. Ellaby, who was a fantastic power forward, broke the Cougs freshman scoring record for points. That was obvious. Scoring can only be points. I guess it could be assists, but it doesn't matter. Great power forward. They almost debated leaving school for the draft. I'm so glad he didn't because he is crucial to this team. He can play, though I envision him playing the two, the three, and I can see him playing the four. He's a very skilled shooter. He has a nice release, similar to Clay Thompson's release, another Cougar. Then we have Jeff Pollard, the returning senior who considered transferring as a grad transfer because he graduated college last year in three years. But no, he's just your blue center, blue chip center who will play defense. He won't get you a lot of points, but he's a glue guy. He holds his team together. This is super cliche but he plays very good defense. He'll get you what you need in points and rebounds. Look at five rebounds, six rebounds, five points. He's there for his defensive prowess. That's what he is. Then we have some potential new recruits under the new coach, Kyle Smith. I don't like him whatsoever. I think he's overrated. He will not be good for this school. I'm sorry, I'm not a fan. He's made some questionable recruiting calls I won't get into because I'm a little personally biased on that, but I just, he rubs me the wrong way. He's coming from USF, not the best school for sports at all. It's a bin major D1 school who wins the, the conference almost every year, but they lose in the first or second round of the playoffs for the MAC, not even the MAC, just their weird little Pepperdine, BYU, independent basketball conference. They don't ever win it. They lose in the first round. I don't trust him. 
I don't think he can go up against big budget, big powerhouse schools with this. A Pac-12 school that has is lower on the budget end. He's playing with a lower end. He doesn't get as high quality of recruits as he would if you're, let's say, UW. But he did get some very good. He did. He was able to recruit some high-level talent, such as Noah Williams, the highest-ranked recruit in the past five or six years for WSU. He's a Seattle-based point guard. Uh, he has played with C.J. Ellaby in the past. They have great connections. So that's good. They have a above-average CSU transfer, Deion Jones. He played very well for the Rams. I think that is useful. But their main weakness is center because they only have one center listed as a center. He's a freshman from a foreign freshman. I don't. You need a big man. You can't play basketball without a big man. I mean, Pollard's a power forward. He's not a center. But we will take a big jump because Kyle Smith does offer an analytical approach, which has worked in baseball, and I'm a firm believer in analytics, and I think it will work in basketball. And I think there is a advantage because we have a very out of conference, easy out of conference schedule before Pac-12 play. I think that'll help build confidence, cohesion, and pick up some early wins, which are crucial to get a good seed in the Pac-12 tournament, which can help us get into March Madness. Oh boy, wouldn't that be great if the Cougs made it to March Madness, man? That'd be so much fun, because you'd have those dark horse stories. Like when Clay carried them, the Cougs, to the Elite Eight. And speaking of Clay Thompson, he is returning to have his basketball jersey retired on January 18th. Let me tell you, Beasley Coliseum will be packed just for that game because this is going to be a, not a great season. And the Cougs don't strike me as big basketball fans unless they're good. They feel like kind of... It's not like football. Football is what brings in all the fans. Even Alabama doesn't get good basketball attendance. So, Clay Thompson, Jersey retiring, number one, January 18th. And they're also retiring legendary coach George Reveling. I do not have the date. I don't think it's been announced. I don't have the date with me currently, but no one gets that excited for a coach is retiring because he's played at other schools, he's coached at other schools. If he was the coach for 20 or 30 years nonstop, he'd be an icon, but he just isn't. So I'd say we are, I'd say we make headway in the Pac-12 tournament. An upset win, make it to NCAAs, book it. No, I'm kidding. Um, we're probably going to win one round in the Pac-12, which is a big step up from being horrific. CJ Ellaby will probably get drafted. Hopefully, people say he needs another year to develop, because then that means we get CJ Ellaby for another year. And sounds like great. If, it sounds great if we get CJ Ellaby for another year, but I have a feeling he's going to go pro. So I say we finish fourth in the conference. Also, we wanted to give you a, I wanted to give you a quick update on some notable Cougs in the NBA because we have a lot in overseas, but we have three in the NBA. Notably, the only active player currently is Aaron Baines, a center for the Suns. He's playing okay. He is, he's making good money. We have Klay Thompson, the best Coug in the history of Coug basketball, who's currently injured for the Golden State Warriors. 
that he had signed a major contract extension worth slightly slightly south of $200 million, but he's out for the entire year with a torn ACL. And then last year's uh, stud, best player on the team, after before ahead of Ellaby, is Robert Franks, who signed a two-way contract with the Charlotte Hornets, which means he's allowed to play up to 45 days in the NBA. And then his contract, if he plays more, is converted to a standard contract. And then the rest of the time, he's not in the NBA. He's in the G League with the Hornets. So that's your update on the notable alumni. Thanks for listening, and go Cougs!